0: Welcome to Fountain of Life Worship Center's podcast. We're glad you're here with us today. Today you will hear a message previously recorded from our pastor, youth pastor, or a guest speaker. Join us as we know God, grow in God, and go with God today. Let's jump into the message.
1: We thank you for your Holy Spirit, and right now we just invite you to come. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah. There's nothing worth more that will ever come close. Nothing can compare. You're our living hope. Your presence, Lord. Hallelujah. I've tasted and seen. Of the sweetest of loves Where my heart becomes free And my shame is up close. Sweetest of loves, where my heart becomes free and my shame is undone. Your prayer. Your presence, let us experience the glory of your goodness. Sing it out. Come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for. To be overcome by your presence. Come on, one more time. Sing it out. It sounds beautiful. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood. This place and fill the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for to be overcome by your presence, Lord.
2: Is that your desire this morning? Come on, let's just honor him today. He's worthy of our praise. Oh, hallelujah. It is good to be with you this morning in the Fountain of Life Worship Center, Foster, West Virginia, with your pastor and his family. They have treated us very well. And I look over this crowd this morning and I can see why they love this place. There's a beautiful bunch of people standing and sitting in this house today. Amen. Give yourself a hand, clap of praise if you believe that this morning. God is good, ain't he? amen his presence is here it makes no difference if I'm here or whoever we're here to lift up the name of Jesus if his name is lifted up he will fill this house and needs will be met and we all will leave here different than we came in Jesus name hallelujah is that why you came fist bump your neighbor and say I'm going to get what I came to the house of the Lord for this morning if you sit there and don't get yours I might just take it too Amen. You can be seated in the presence of the Lord if you would like. Amen. If you're going to go with me to the Bible this morning, I'm going to be reading from the book of 1 Corinthians chapter number 2. Thank you, praise team, for leading us into the presence of the Lord this morning. You all are blessed here, aren't you? Let's give give them a hand this morning. 1 Corinthians chapter Number two, I want to get straight into the word this morning because your pastor asked me last night how long I preach, and that kind of concerned me a little bit. So I want to just start so I don't get on, uh, go over time with what he thinks I should be preaching. But I'm going to tell you one thing this morning, I believe I've got the liberty to obey the Holy Ghost in this house. Amen. We do need a move of the Holy Ghost. We need the real, don't we, church? And I believe he's ready in these last days to show his glory. I believe He's ready to show off. I believe He's ready to show Himself to this world that we live in. And that, you know who He's got to use to do it, don't you? Right here. Amen. 1 Corinthians chapter number 2. Start reading at verse number 6. Howbeit, we speak wisdom among them that are perfect or mature, yet not the wisdom of this world nor of the rulers of this age that have come to nothing. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom, which God predetermined before the world unto our glory, which none of the princes of this age knew. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, say this with me, I hath not seen... Nor ear heard, neither have it entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit, for the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. I was wondering this morning before we preach if you would stretch your hands towards this podium and pray that God would take this preacher, hide him behind a cross, underneath a rock that I will not be seen that Jesus will be lifted up in this house and that he will move in here today. Father, we love you. Thank you for your presence here. Truly, you are among us. Oh, we feel your glory walking in this house this morning. Lord, take me and hide me behind the cross underneath a rock that I won't be seen, but that Jesus will be lifted. Amen. And you would draw all men and women unto you today. If there's a soul in this house that don't know you. Lord, get in their spirit today, Lord. Convict them, Lord, and don't let them be able to leave this house today without giving their heart and turning their life over to you. In Jesus' holy name, amen, amen. You can be seated again in the presence of the Lord. I got the privilege to ride around with Pastor Mick yesterday and got to see some of the area around here. and. Uh, we we met several people, and along the way, I kind of felt out of place because he was introducing me as his weekend evangelist, and uh, I've only been known as a pastor now, the church that we're at. We pastored there for 22 years as of October uh, 21 of this year, and I've never known anything other than pastor, and I haven't got out from my own flock a whole lot, and you're going to realize that I'm nervous as all get out up here. But I want to tell you something, it doesn't matter, amen, whether you call a man or a woman a pastor, amen, you call them an evangelist, amen, somebody needs to step behind a platform like this one here, amen, on on the heels of the political climate, amen, and the trouble and the turmoil that have went on in families and individuals and in churches in 2020, amen, and stand behind the pulpit, amen, and have a right now word from God a relevant word from God, amen, to speak over the nation, to speak over the families, to speak over the church, and to speak over the individuals today. Now, I haven't brought a brand new message. I don't think there's anything new under the sun. I'm bringing you what the Word of God says this morning, and I'm just going to remind you, amen, that God is on the throne. Can you receive that this morning? God is on the throne. He's in control. And God is at least one step, if not more, ahead of the enemy's tactics in your life. Did you hear what I said to you this morning? Here's the revelation for the church in 2020 when there's a pandemic and everything else that's going on. God is on the throne. God is in control. He is at least one step, maybe more, ahead of you in what the enemy has brought against your life, against your confusion, against your turmoil, amen, against whatever's going on in your life. There at the parsonage, we have a kitchen, thank God. That's where my wife puts all the good stuff. I thought I'd put up some scriptures, Pastor Mick, in there on the, on the cabinets because that's where we visit the most often, other than the bathroom. I like to see God's word plastered all over because Jesus said that my words, he said they are life. He said my words are spirit. Amen. If we could take his word let me let me go on. We sidetracked here. We got scriptures on the the cabinets, kitchen cabinets that we walk by, and one of them is this, and it's Jeremiah 29 and verse number 11. I know that's not a new scripture to you, but I want to bring it to you from the Bible in basic English, and here's what it says. I get to look at this every day. I go over there and get my coffee. Every day I go over there to, to get whatever it is I get to get, and it says, I know what I'm doing. God says, I know what I'm doing. I have it all planned out. Plans to take care of you. I want to tell you today, church, Foster, West Virginia, Fountain of Life, I'm sorry. Amen. God has a plan for you. Amen. He knows what He's doing. Amen. He's got a plan all out, and He's going to take care of you. If you receive that as the truth this morning, amen, lift up your hands. Give Him a praise for His divine provision over your life. Isaiah chapter number 46 and verse number 10, it says that God has declared the end from the beginning. He hasn't predetermined it. He hasn't made the choices for us, but He already has foreknowledge of the choices that we make. Amen. Therefore, He is already one step ahead of the maybe the wrong mistakes we made or maybe some things He's just allowed to come into our life. He's got a plan to deliver us. He's got a plan to develop us. He's got a plan to get us to where it is He's got to get us so He can do through us what He's got to do in this day. Amen. Hallelujah. Look at your neighbor and say, that's okay preaching, I think. I like what, God, I like what Paul said over in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter number 10. Here's another revelation. This is a big revelation, folks. He said, God is faithful. Go figure. You know that old devil, he's an illusionist. I'm going to come back to him in a little bit. but, But God's faithful. He's in control. He got a plan. He got a plan for your life. Amen, It might not. You know, I like that song. Maybe Sister Tolina, I was hoping she'd sing it this morning. Maybe she will tonight. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You don't have to feel it. You don't have to see it. As long as he's on the throne and you're trying to please him, he's working on your behalf. God is faithful. He says here, he will not suffer you to be tempted above what you are able. I like this. But he will with the temptation also make a way of escape. In other words, he's already prepared ahead for you. He's already made a way. I like the Old Testament prophets. I love to read the Old Testament. I didn't used to. But now I've got a little more more mature. I love to go into the meat of the word, you know. I like to read about Elisha. In 1 Kings chapter 17, it tells about him going to King Ahab. He said, King, he said, it's not going to rain. There's going to be a famine in the land for three years. Next thing he did is he fled to the brook Cherith. God prepared for the man of God the brook Cherith that he could drink from. Come on. In a time of famine. The Bible also tells us that God prepared. Somebody say God prepared. Or say he was one step ahead. Or at least one step ahead. Amen. As he prepared ravens to feed him with meat from Ahab's storehouse. God had already went before him. Well, the brook dried up. I don't know if Ahab's storehouses got dry as well, but God said, I want you to go into Zarephath. He said, there I have commanded a widow woman. Or he said, I have prepared a a widow woman. Oh, come on, church. He's went before you. He's got a plan for you. Hey, man, just keep walking. When you don't think you don't know where you're going, you see. When Abraham left his hometown, he didn't even know where he was going. He was just putting one step in front of the other, but he knew that God was in his future. I want to tell you, God is in your future. So he went to Zarephath. Sure enough, there was the widow. She had a sob story, getting ready to eat our last meal and we're going to die. You know the story. I'm not going to expound on it too much. But in a nutshell, he said, you feed the man of God and you'll never have to worry. God will go before you. You see, the Bible, you know what the story says, right? amen, they ate many days, every time she went back to that barrel, every time she went back to that cruise of oil, there was always something in there, hallelujah I believe if we'll learn to obey God's word, amen, it doesn't matter what happens to the economy, if something would happen to it, amen, if you've been faithful to the Lord and you obey him he'll make it, he'll, he'll tell you to I'd like this Pastor Mick, to go down to the river and fish, amen and maybe find a fish with a coin in his mouth he's going to provide for you, amen he's going he's gonna to go before you regardless. Amen. I'm going to just share this. Chapter 18. Oh, Elijah, he had to fire the Holy Ghost in him. I love the Holy Ghost, don't you? I love the Holy Ghost. He stepped out there and he had a platform and he said, you 450 prophets of Baal, 400 prophets of the grove, I'll challenge you to see whose God is real. Y'all know that story too, so I ain't going to stay there too long. But I wanted I just want you to know, God showed up. Sit down, fire, consume the sacrifice. You see, like I said a while ago, I believe that God is wanting to show his glory in this day. He's wanting to show his power, amen, in this area. Come on, somebody get on board with me here this morning. Amen. God is wanting to show his glory like he never has before and perform miracles, amen, that we would lay hands on the sick and they would recover, amen, and we could raise the dead in Jesus' name kind of question, how are we going to lay hands and heal the sick when the governor tells us we got to be six feet apart but God's done went before us he's got an answer somewhere along the line we're going to fulfill what this book says because we're the church and the gates of hell will never ever prevail against the church hallelujah I want you to say this with me I acknowledge God, I acknowledge that you are one step ahead. You always have been, and you always will be. So listen, you just confess to faith right there. Wherever you are, whatever dilemma you're in, don't leave this house doubting the song we sang there a while ago, don't let fear take over. Hey man, God's got your back. Hey man, He loves you and He's bringing you through. I feel like I'm preaching to myself up here. God. That's where I do my best preachings in front of the mirror in the bathroom with the house. God's got your back. Amen. Whatever your dilemma is, he's already ahead. By faith. Somebody say by faith. I ain't going to preach on faith, but you know what faith is? Faith. Amen. And what I'm telling you today will get you to where God's trying to take you. You see, doubt says to God, we don't openly say this, but doubt says, God, you've neglected me. But faith says, Lord, you've already acted. You've already planned it out. You see, there ain't nothing that's come into your life that's ever surprised him ain't nothing you'll ever do, amen, who'll ever come into your life and ever catches him off guard. I know sometimes we get blindsided, but God's already in the future. Amen, he's already prepared. He's already got a reason why he's taking you there. Amen, and faith says, God, you're already there. I'm just going to walk it out in obedience to what your word is. Hallelujah. I want to whine just a minute. I've met, we've had at our house. There's five out of eleven of us. We don't all live in the same house. We just our, life, our family's really close. But five out of eleven of us have had COVID-19. The rest of them, you know, they kind of zip through it. I don't know. I'm not the oldest in the bunch. But I don't know. Anyway, it seemed to hang on to me the longest. Today makes 30 days. I ain't lying. You ask my wife. I, I complain about it a lot. I ain't tasted a thing in 30 days. You can look at me and see I'm finally getting my smelling back. taste ain't come yet. On top of that, about two weeks ago, a couple of days in to not be able to taste or smell anything, I threw my back out. man back spasms. So here, here's me, man of God, oh man of faith and power. Hey come on walking in, walking on water. amen when people's around. you know what I'm telling you. Here I am at the parsonage where my wife sees me, where I'm real. I'm laying there. I'm aggravated. I'm fussing. I, I said, just she had she pulled some old moldy cheese out of the refrigerator the other day. She's going to throw it away. I said, don't throw that good stuff away. I can't taste it anyway. I said, I don't care. I was frustrated. I felt like running my head through the wall. I ain't kidding you. And on top of it, there I am laying on the couch. Can't even get up and get to the bathroom. I'm over there whining and crying. Hey, amen. Here comes my, oh, you got to appreciate those godly wives. Amen. Mmm, they smart. They're smart. I, you don't have to get on your wife's good side. I know where I, I like being on her good side. She said, man of God. She didn't say it like this. That's just how I took it. She said, man of God, the Bible says that your steps are ordered of the Lord. Your situation ain't caught him offhand, off guard. Quit your whining. I said, yes, ma'am, woman of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. I want to tell you today. Your steps are ordered of the Lord. Your steps are ordered. That's what faith says. Amen. Faith in his character. Has he been good to you? Faith in his track record. <laughs> oh, come on. He's got a track record with you, don't he? Ain't he been good? Can we give him one good hand clap and a shout of praise? Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Hallelujah, God. You're faithful. You've done it once before. And Lord, you're going to do it again. Hallelujah! 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 Holy Ghost Hallelujah Holy Ghost You see even though God has a plan and he steps ahead Sometimes Somebody say sometimes We have a choice to make An active choice to make You know I'm thinking of Esther Over in Esther chapter 4 Here Haman Had been promoted by Ahasuerus the king He got a big head He's walking into the capital or the palace one day, wherever he's going. There was that Jew Mordecai. He wouldn't bow down to nobody but God. Really made him mad. So they concocted a plan. What they would do is that they would put a plan on a certain day that they would annihilate the Jews. How many of you know it's always been something like that? But I love the Jewish people, don't you? Amen. I love the Jewish people. I love the Bible says if you pray for the peace of Jerusalem, God will bless you. They're God's people. But there's always been this plan or this target on their back because they're God's chosen people that, that, that governments and people, individuals have always tried to take them out. And, and, and there was a plan concocted by Haman that one day that they would they would hang all the Jews or annihilate them. And then Mordecai goes to a young lady by the name of Esther. You know the story about Esther, right? She had been promoted to the queen. And I like what he said to her here in Esther chapter 4, verse 13 and 14. Mordecai said, Esther, think not with yourself that thou shalt escape the king's house more than all the Jews. For if thou altogether holdeth thy peace at this time, then shall, I, I, it says enlargement, but that don't do nothing for me. I'm just going to tell you what it says, all right? He said, if you don't get in there and do what God put you in a position to do, got to get somebody else to deliver us. She was put in a hard place. Here's the enemy's plan against God's people to annihilate them. They needed God to be a step ahead. Oh, while Haman is over here fixing his gallows, getting everything ready to hang those Jews and to do whatever it is he's got to do. In the meantime, God, on the other hand, a couple of steps ahead, has got a girl he put in a place, amen, where she could go to the king, amen, amen. Yeah, it was a dangerous job for her to do. She couldn't go before the king if she wasn't called. But she said, Mordecai, I'll do it if you'll fast and pray. The Bible, Jesus said this. He said there's some things will never come out, but by fasting and prayer. Church today, we need to fast and pray. Amen, to see what God will help us with. Because there's some things we won't get through unless we fast and pray. But as the enemy had a plan hang the Jews on the gallows on the other hand God had a woman in the place for such a time as this and you know the story she went to the king ah boy I like this she got down He put his scepter out to her she found favor what's your problem honey you know the story to make a long story short the very enemy That had concocted a plan to annihilate a whole nation of people because God was one step ahead and He had somebody that would make that tough choice to be different, to stand for what is right. God gave deliverance to them, and and the enemy was hung on their own gallows. You see, it's impossible for us, the church, as the church today, to be used mightily in our part in winning the end season harvest if we're afraid to stand for what is right. If we're afraid to stand. Is that okay, Pastor? If we're afraid to stand, what is against is evil. You see, these days never were, but some reason we adopted the days that we could as a church we could play the field. We could have one foot in the church and I can preach like this. I gotta go back. I won't be here only tonight. I'm I'm going back up north, you know. We, can have, we want to have one foot in the church and one foot in the world. Spiritually speaking, we think we can have the best of, the, the best of both worlds, but folks, I'm telling you today, there ain't no way in the world we can be affording to do that right now. Amen. We can't just live in peace, be afraid of hurting somebody's feelings. Amen. Be afraid of losing friends. Amen. Come on. Live in a society where we got to be at peace and everybody gets a trophy. Come on. We're living in times of war. We're in a battle here. Amen. We're in spiritual warfare. It's time for us to stand for what is right It can be a tough decision And it could cost us friends or maybe even our lives But wasn't it Jesus who said Unless a man or a woman would deny himself Take up his cross And follow me He is not worthy of me God needs a church And I believe there's one right here I feel good vibes in this house there's a good spirit in this house. We'll deny ourselves. Take up our cross and follow after Him. Adopt Christ's cause. We can read through the, the Gospels of, of the New Testament and see what Jesus came and, and how He lived His life. And that's a, that's a reflection. That's, that's an example to who we are, you know, taking up our cross and, and, and doing that what He did. Sister Telena. Would you come to the piano, please, sis? I caught them in a bad time, didn't I? We got to be genuine, church. We got to live our lives with conviction it was Elijah it was also Joshua. Both of those made this decree to the people of their day. He said, you have to choose who you're going to serve. If God's God, then serve Him. If He's not, then serve something else. Come on. I believe there's people here that's made a decision today, you're going to serve God regardless. You're going to make it through regardless. You know you've got to endure to make it, right? You see, God had a plan when he put Esther in place. Amen. But he's put me and you in the earth today in 2020 because he's got a plan to use us to do something, something great. Look what he did with Esther. She may have been afraid. I'm sure she was scared. But she fasted and she prayed and she did what she was going to have to do and she got the favor of God. And she... She delivered a whole nation by what she did. There's people in this house today. They're probably at a crossroad where you got to make a big decision, a tough decision. Fast and pray about it. And if you obey God's presence and his spirit, just like Esther did, you too will see God's faithfulness. I love prophecy. I'm going to draw your attention back to second Corinthians, first Corinthians chapter 2 real quick. I love prophecy and pastor told me that you all have been studying the book of Revelation and Daniel. There's a lot of revelation there, a lot of things we we have come to know and understand in the days that you know because knowledge has we've gotten more knowledge by the Holy Spirit in these days of what the Bible says but there's a lot of things in there there's some things that's going to happen we really don't even know but we can rest assured today although we may not know the future we may not know how circumstances and situations in our life are going to pan out as the church we got a heavy load on our back as pastors and church councils or whoever make decisions to make the right decision for everybody in the future and we really don't know where this thing's going to go we're living in a time of warfare amen everybody's got something the devil's trying to bring against them and it's overwhelming everybody's got a cross they're carrying but I want to encourage you with this word right here. In a time of war, in a time of uncertainty, we can live in peace, not knowing the future, but knowing that God is in the future. He's already there. He's already went before us. I sense in my spirit, and I believe there's many people who have sold your life to Jesus Christ that you sense that God is up to something in our nation. God, let your will be done in the United States of America. Let your will be done. But we also pray, God, let your will be done in every life in this house. Every job you've ever had, every friend you've ever had, every situation you've ever been in, God has been preparing you all along. He's been building you. He's been been developing you to bring you to where the place you are now for such a time as this. Or He will take your past, bring it together, and use it for His glory. How many of you want Him to do that? You want him to do that today? I want to ask you if you'll stand on your feet. You know, Satan, he's a fraud. I have folks up at our church when I say stuff like that, brother, they're like, ugh, don't say that. Don't talk about the devil like that. I'm going to tell you what. When you're parents and you got kids, you better not be afraid of the devil because he's coming after them. You better find a place. You better call him out in Jesus' name and be ready to, amen, to take him and put him off of your kids because he's going to try and get to them. I don't know how many nights. I know one night in particular, and our Parsons is a good ways away from the church. My wife and she don't, Sister Talena, she don't do stuff like this. She got up in the middle of the night and went over to the church in the dark. She's over there praying. I'm I'm laying in bed and I'm like, good Lord Almighty, what's she doing over there? Beating the walls down. I love when Mama prays. because Heaven pays attention. I said, honey, what are you doing over there? Calling the devil out. Because he's a liar. He's a fraud. He's an illusionist. Come on. He's a scam artist. He's full of fake news. (laughs) He sends a smoke screen over our lives at times and Wants us to put him up on a pedestal and say, I think I'm going to just give up and just, I've said that this year, Pastor Mick, I'm going to make that confession. I've talked to my wife, I said if I had my own home, I'd leave the ministry, I'd go find my job, have a job, and just do what everybody else does. That's what I said. Because the devil's had me underneath of his foot this year. He has, I admit it, but we got to rise up. Amen, he's a fraud. He sets a smokescreen out there. He wants us to make him think that he's in control. Amen, but he's a fraud. Amen. He's an impersonator, an illusionist. He's got fake news. Paul said in our reading today, oh, I like this. You see, God is always one step, if not many more ahead. Of what the enemy thinks he can do against God's people. The Bible in Revelation said that God, that Jesus Christ was the Lamb that was slain from the foundation of the world. That was before He created man. There was al- He was already a step ahead, brother. The Lamb was slain from the foundations of the world. There was already a plan because God knew when He created man that He was going to fall and He was going to need a Redeemer. For the Bible says, 1 Corinthians 2 and 8, which none of the princes of this world knew, for had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. You see, Satan had some fraudulent claims to defeat Jesus Christ when he put him up on the cross. He thought, "I'm done with the Son of God." There's people here today. You may feel like your time is done. He's a fraud. Just like let me let me get this let me get this in your spirit. He said, "I'm done with the Son of God." Putting him up on the cross and killing him. You see, he didn't. The Bible says if he knew what he was really doing. He'd have never done it. I just read it for you right there. God was already ahead of him. Oh, but Jesus died there on the cross. He took your place. The perfect. Took the imperfect's place. He became sin for us. Took our sins upon himself. Was punched and spat upon. Crown of thorns crammed into his head. The devil was loving it. He didn't even know, just like Haman, amen, that in the meantime, God had a plan to save lost humanity. He was actually helping, amen, God, forward a plan. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? So when he crucified Jesus, he was helping us out. God was already ahead of him. I better stay up here. I don't want to spit on nobody. When they put him in the ground, the devil said, it's over. But God was already one step ahead. Jesus rose again on the third day. You see how important that is today that Jesus died on the cross and they put him in the ground? That would have been fine, but if he didn't raise from the dead, we're here today in vain. But praise God, he's alive and he's well, and our faith is not in vain. Because you asked me how, I know he lives. He lives within my heart, child of God. He's stirring your heart today. Whatever dilemma you've been in, he's already one step ahead of what Satan wants to do in your life. Step out in faith today. In faith today. For such a time as this, and let him use you. Let him use you. How many of you say I'm gonna let him use me? Would you close your eyes for just a moment? I've learned to never assume. Long time ago, when I first started preaching. And I'm not going to take for granted that every soul in this house knows Jesus as your personal Savior. So I want to say this to you today. If you're here and you don't know Jesus Christ, you've never asked Him into your heart. But you know He's real. You feel His power in this room this morning. You're not here by chance. You're here by divine appointment. It don't matter what you've come from. It don't matter what you did on your way getting here. It don't even matter what you got planned to do when you leave here today if it's wrong. But God's got you here today for such a time as this. Amen. He put His only begotten Son upon the cross. Amen. Put Him in the ground and raised Him from the dead where He ascended to the Father. And right now He's reaching out and He's praying for you. He's calling, come on, come to me. Come to me this morning. If you're here this morning and you don't know Jesus, You can receive him right there in your seat. You can come here and socially distance in the altar and kneel down. That's how I did it. I didn't have to have nobody to say, repeat this. And that's fine. If you need that, we'll help you. The only thing you have to say is, Lord, I know I'm a sinner. I know that I'm a sinner. I've fallen short of your glory. Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God. I believe you died in my place. I believe you're living. And say, Lord, I'm sorry for my sins. He'll step into your life and take the rightful place and on the throne room of your heart. Can we all just pray that prayer of repentance again this morning? Can we? Lord, this morning... We stand humbly before You. We sit in Your presence this morning, God. We sense the glory of the Lord in this house. Lord God, we've all fallen short of Your glory. We've all sinned against You. But thank You for Your mercy. Thank You for Your compassion and Your mercies that fell not. That were new for us today. We believe You're the Son of God. I'm sorry. I want you to be the true God. I choose you. I choose you. I choose you over the world. I even choose you over me. I can be a pretty big God sometimes, but I choose you over myself. I want you to use me. I want you to use me with every head bowed and every eye closed, if you prayed that prayer this morning for the first time, would you slip your hand up and just say, just confession and just say, hey, this was my day. This was my day. I I think I've seen a hand there. Any others? That's okay. It's between you and the Lord anyway. If you have done that for the first time, you want to come and tell this brother right here, this pastor over here, he will help you. He will help you. He will, he will encourage you. He will do what he needs to do. And this sister here, they'll do what they need to do to help you. I know that's why God sent them here. But the rest of us this morning, lift up your hands right there where you're at. You may have been through some times where the devil has put a smoke screen up in your face. And you have, you don't know how anything's that, you don't know how your children are going to be saved. You don't know how God is going to bring this thing through for you. You don't know how. You don't have to know how. You just have to know that He is in control. He is on the throne. He is one, if not more, steps ahead of you. And He is faithful. Would you just show your faith to Him this morning and confess, Lord God, I'm going to walk by faith. I I I need my faith to be increased this morning. And I know, Lord, you're in my future. I want you to take away the fear. I want you to take away the loneliness. Take away the discouragement today, Lord God. Take away the oppression this morning. I speak against oppression this morning in the name of Jesus. I speak against depression this morning. I speak against families, amen, that are in turmoil today. That healing, would, the healing balm of God would be poured out upon each family. Upon each home, O oh God. that we'll live together in perfect unity. Let husbands and wives pray together. Fast together. Seek you together. Worship together. To pray for their children together. Place a hedge of protection around about every family and every individual in this house this morning. Seal us with the Holy Ghost. With the promise of your Spirit deposit into our spirit today. Deposit into our hearts today the Holy Ghost, the Comforter, our Guide, our Teacher, and our Helper. And Lord, today we'll be like Esther. We'll be like Elijah. We'll be like all the Old Testament and New Testament saints alike. And we'll walk by faith. In you. Amen. God bless you. God bless you today, church.
0: Thanks for listening with us today. We hope that you have been challenged, inspired, or God has changed you somehow or in some way by what you have heard. If you would like to learn more about Fountain of Life Worship Center, find us at our website at folwc.com, on Facebook at facebook.com slash folwc.com, or in person. If you have a prayer request that you would like us to join in praying with you, please head to our prayer page at folwc.com slash prayer and click the image that reads prayer request. If you'd like to support this ministry, you can go to our website folwc.com and click give at the top of the page. Join us every Thursday for a new podcast. Hit subscribe on the Apple podcast app, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts to keep up with our most recent podcast episode. Have a great day and God bless you all.